BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com and fansided.com, where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-hosts Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Blue Jays fans, and welcome back to Jaybird Watching. As you might see, I am flying solo this evening. My friends, unfortunately, apparently still get to have New Year's Eve. They're celebrating Christmas breaks, all those kind of wonderful things. Happy, you know, holidays, happy New Year to everybody. I'm glad that Jason and Ken have something they can do with their families and everything this evening. And like I said, I just have to be free. So here I am to whatever venting I possibly can about Toronto Blue Jays baseball because. I don't know if anybody has been paying that much attention over the last few weeks or anything, but it is an horrible. There's not been a lot going on. Blue Jays are very, very behind the ball on where they want to be this offseason. We had all the wonderful aspirations of doing everything right, and we were hearing great news. It was the whole Tiny Plain Gate thing. Things were heading in the Toronto Blue Jays direction. But here we are. How many weeks later? Not much has happened. We are getting guys that returned. Great. We are getting weird, horrible cast offs from another team that I'm hoping to produce better. But for anybody that's been following the show as long as I have been, I think you would all know that I wasn't terribly happy about Kevin Kiermaier last season coming to the Blue Jays. I was just wishing the bar was higher. I've been once again proven completely wrong here that um, we can replace that whole idea of Kevin Kiermaier being the issue in my, you know, wonderful, whatever you want. <laughs> because now we have spent a ton of money on a Yankee cast off that Yankees fans were very upset with. And ISK was not exactly the free agent signing that the Toronto Blue Jays were looking for. But at the end of the day, Isaiah Kainer-Falefa is a race of four candidate. At least that's what all Toronto Blue Jays fans and everybody, I, it's a very underwhelming move. But to that point, there is something here because the Blue Jays did get somebody to come in and be a good backup player. Catch being in that, Blue Jays fans. We already have a lot of this exact player. 
IKF is basically the equivalent of what we have in Davis Jr., Adam Biggio, Santiago Aspinall, list, name, 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 so on and so forth. There is nothing new here to write home about. So how did we get here is the first question. Okay, great. They're ready to throw a giant, crazy amount of money on Shohei Otani to get him to come north of the border and play baseball on both sides of the ball. But here we are. That obviously played out to the doctor's favor, and here we are in that fashion. The next big chip to fall is supposedly going to be the Blue Jays being the front runners for Cody Bellinger. A wonderful, amazing, highly toted, very costly guy that could have came to the Toronto Blue Jays. A left-handed power hitter. Something we've been all screaming for for at this point, it feels like somebody to come in and just mash on that side of the plane, destroy right pitchers. But we didn't get that. So now we're down into the sub top 10 free agents, which Blue Jays fans, I know it feels funny. We've been spoiled a little bit over the last few years because we have been able to get some big free agent over the last few years. Look at Kevin Gossett, look at Hyunjin Reed, George Springer. Just keep going. There's plenty of them. So the Blue Jays were ready to shell out money is the biggest catch here in this whole thing. So where does the money go? Apparently, $15 million worth of it goes to Isaiah kind of for life. Sorry. <laughs> but Blue Jays fans know him for being a catcher slash shortstop for the Texas Rangers. He also played this past year in every infield position humanly possible for the uh, New York Yankees. And we all know how well that team would unfortunately did this year. It wasn't because IKF was lighting the world on fire. Um, but to that point, we have another guy here that is in that first off the bench mentality that does give them flexibility, especially if you're not bringing somebody back like Matt Chapman. We all know our loving idea that Matt Chapman could come back, but we all do know very well that that will be a very costly endeavor to bring back Matt Chapman to Toronto Blue Jays. Blue. Um, is it worth it? be the first catch. We have options, like I mentioned. You could play Davis Schneider at third base. You could play Kevin Biggio. And those were the two major league ready internal options. But we have two props. I mean power hitter crazy power hitter in the minor leagues, Aralvis Martinez. So there's one option. We also have set spring training on fire last year. Why isn't Addison Barger coming up to this team? Addison Barger also finally found it after having a season of inj injuries and whatnot leading up to that part of the Toronto Blue Jays offseason, or midseason, I would say. So in the midst of that, what do you do? <laughs> you want to hurry up and bring somebody in to help this team. So what they throw at the wall here is putting IKF in that equation as well. That was another major league ready guy that could come in and help the Toronto Blue Jays. Keyword on that whole thing is you still don't know what you're really going to get from him. $15 million or two years. That's in that ballpark of hoping something sticks. Baseball terms, that's not a ton of money when you're talking to a guy that is major league ready. But if you look at the stat sheet, there is nothing that jumps off of the sheet for it. He is literally barely above replacement. So wins above replacement measure the oil everything down, cold calculating math number in baseball analytics. 
he has a point one. <laughs> so that was 242 batting average, six home runs, 39 runs scored, and 37 RBIs last year for the Yankees. And like I said, that was a, a good amount of games. That wasn't just him showing up. That was in 111 games, 396 plate appearances. So it was enough to do some damage in there. To that point, out of those hits, he did get 18 doubles. So maybe there's something there. Also stole 14 bases. Maybe one of those guys that finds it, he's younger. I don't know. You have no idea. It's a roll of the dice candidate, right? He'll be 29 by the time Major League Baseball season starts. Right side of the coin, just like we were talking about with Vigio and Espinal. Young still can have a lot of upside, but are they going to have more upside than him? I don't know. But I just don't like that this, if this is the only move that we get this offseason, it is going to be really rough because IKF is not the guy that's raising this to a playoff caliber team all of a sudden overnight, which is what the Blue Jays need. They need that high-impact player. And I'm not saying it has to be high-paid free agent prospect. It doesn't need to be that. They need to find somebody to be a catalyst in this lineup and hoping for everything to go back to normal cannot be what the Toronto Blue Jays go into the spring training like. If they go into spring training just hoping Vladdy pops up to be Vladdy, Bobochet continues to be Bobochet, maybe Alec Manoa comes back and does Alec Manoa things. This team is not going to be a playoff team any more than what we've seen over the last few years, in my personal opinion. Have I been wrong before? Yes, I have been. That's why I'm a podcast host, not just a baseball writer playing with MajorLeagueBaseball.com kind of money. So, in the midst of that, like I said, how do they short-term get better? They have to find some way to get clever with what's going on left in Major League Baseball's free agent pool, or with a trade with a fellow team. And we've talked about a few things on this uh, podcast before. Maybe you reach out to the Brewers who are clearly in a sell mode. Maybe there's a way you can get somebody that is being paid highly on that roster somewhere in the Christian Yelich ballpark. The rumor has come up that he might be available. Maybe that's where something goes. We already know that Corbin Burns is available. Maybe there's a way to package a shit ton of money go for them to rebuild with and really pour around that prospect capital that they have. Blue Jays obviously get the win-now talent that we need in the outfield, batting order, pitching rotation, everything. The one thing the Blue Jays pull legit have going on is right now they have four of the best returning starters in Major League Baseball. And Jose Rios, Kevin Costa, Chris Bassett. It's, it's a, it's, those three right there is enough. So... And then the fact that we get what we get when uh, we got rookies like Ricky Edelman that could come in too and whatnot. It is insane what high-end talent we could have in this pitching rotation. But to that point, where is the next piece to it? Who knows? Right that, we uh, don't know where it's going to go. But to that point, we need bullpen help too. So maybe this outside-looking-in piece from Alec Manoa becomes the bullpen arm that we need in the midst of losing somebody like Jordan Hicks who isn't currently re-signed with anybody. Maybe that happens too. And we all are very fortunate to have a guy that gets seven <laughs> out of the bullpen. Yes, look it up. That was one of the fastest pitches in all of Major League Baseball last year was with Jordan Hicks. And it was slightly obnoxious. I remember watching that live and I kind of did that, whoa, that just happened. Am I sure? 
Did I read the digits wrong? I have no idea. But to that point, I wasn't full of shit, and it actually legit happened. You can look that up on the fastest pitches of Major League Baseball this year on Pitch Ninja. That's one of the wonderful videos they've been doing over the uh, holiday season here. So, back to IKF. Not really raising the floor. So where do the Blue Jays go? I think they need to start really seriously ringing and burning up the phone lines on a guy named Reese Hoskins. And I point out that our friends over at jaysjournal.com, who we're the official podcast for, Mike Fisher just put a wonderful article together on the website that was talking about why this probably should be a good move for the Toronto Blue Jays. And the fact is, Hoskins didn't want to leave Philly, I don't think. He really was going to be happy there. He was looking very good. The Phillies have unfortunately found out that Bryce Harper's arm didn't hold up. He had Tommy John surgery, and he ended up having to play first base all at the end of last season, which honestly was one of the many reasons they were you know, World Series team last year. But, obviously, Bryce Hoskins, who is now healthy, cannot be that guy going forward for the Philadelphia Phillies. They also have guys that are already rotating through that DH spot, and it's just not going to happen. It doesn't, it doesn't look like to be in the card. There's some other people that are already lining up for Hoskins because he is a crazy power bat. This is a guy that is still on the young side. Could be Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> you got to love that kind of talent. You know? And that, to mention putting him in that you know, onslaught of Bo, Vladdy, and everybody else, it's going to make things interesting. And he can play a couple of positions. He plays outfield, and then he can play DH too. So there's enough there to help balance the lineup, especially if you look at this IKF move as what the Blue Jays are trying to do in the fashion of not getting Tony Bellinger, not getting Shohei Otani. These are the kind of moves we make to be able to fill in the blanks. You, know, you get Reese Hoskins, you can play the corner outfield spots and Al Springer for a day, bar show in center. Here. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. My, you know, whatever it might be to move everybody around and get that piece. And I say that again, I don't. I mentioned that, Ron, you don't want Hoskins on center field, but you could get him moving Arshu around from left to center and all those kind of things. But the big thing is you have a bat that can hit 30 home runs in this lineup because just to put this on the bat, get a baseball card for you. Um, this is a career 342 hitter, but he's been playing in a lot of big National League ballparks over the years. And as far as just 30 he'll be 31 by opening day but projected for this season is about i'd say his career average but this can't be if he's healthy he's not gonna have to do just this um because it's only saying that he make in the current projections stuff that he only make it into where i lost it 
half of the games this year. If Reese Hoskins is healthy, he's going to play in more games than that. Because before these, every season he's been healthy, he's played 100 games easy. And the last season he was fully healthy in 2022. He had 30 home runs, 79 RBIs. That's what the Blue Jays need. That's the sixth guy that can just mash. Taking his lineup spot where we were hoping to get that April production that we got from Matt Chapman with Reese Hoskins is a better trade-off to throw more in the personal opinion. So there's the first thing that you could get. This is a guy, funny enough, that actually was in the Rookie of the Year conversation back in 2017. There were just a few other people in that conversation as far as who beat him out for that. Jose, Tupe, uh, National League, Cody Bellett, who won it. Uh, Paul DeYoung, which is funny because Blue Jays fans got to see Paul DeYoung <laughs> last season. He couldn't hit his way out with a brown paper bag. And then Masher for the Pittsburgh Pirates, Josh Bell. So those are the guys that beat him off of the rookie year in 2017. Uh, but Reese Hoskins is a total bat. The Blue Jays, I really seriously think, need to look into and fills a couple of the boxes and gets them to a better lineup. And maybe in the American League East ballpark, those 30 home runs go a little bit crazier. The other guy that the Blue Jays have been linked with, and this one I'm not as excited about because I know on the stat sheet it looks very similar to Reese Hoskins, but it's a, ah, what should I say, a difference in continued upside. I think Reese Hoskins being injured last year actually helps him a little bit because he can come back and have some more fuel in the tank. Meanwhile, Jack Peterson, I'm just shocked that he does what he does still. He's got a lot of swing and miss in his ball game where I feel like that uh, Hoskins at least makes a little bit more contact. So that being said, if you look at the stat sheet and where the projections are for Jack Peterson, it's very similar to Reese Hoskins. Just the difference in left-handed bat or right-handed bat. Um, also, a guy that was a former Rookie of the Year uh, uh, candidate, uh, All-Star twice, home run derby masher. But I would actually just the home run derby guy at this point in his career, and I think the Blue Jays spend money on him. It's not going to be the guy we got in 2020 with an all-star when he was playing with the Giants in his first years where he batted 274 and had 23 home runs and 70 RBIs. I think you're going to get the guy more like last year. He passed 235, 15 home runs. And at that point, I would have rather just bought Randall Gritchick back because at least he's going to play good defense. Um, but that's the kind of crazy that you're dealing with here. And where the Blue Jays are currently sitting in the free agent pool, it's just not as full as it was. There's enough signings. I really think that the Blue Jays are looking to get better and they're not looking at somebody like Reese Hoskins or even just finally reconvincing Cody Bellinger to come back. But I think that like the, the Cody Bellinger thing with the recent moves with Devil K, bringing in Kiner Palapa, I think that ship might have been sailed. And I don't think it's going to happen. And that's not the money I'm assuming is made. There's no mutual interest there for the Toronto Blue Jays and Cody Bellinger wanting to come play up north of the border. Um, would have been good for baseball. Just that guy. Um, but where do they go now if you can't go anywhere on the free agency? Free agency is, like I said, pretty thin. You're really getting into some of the bottom of the barrel guys. So where do the Blue Jays get clever? They are currently one of the better ranked minor league systems in baseball. They're in the top 10. I don't know how that happened, but Baseball America released their recent uh, minor league rankings, and the Blue Jays actually finished pretty well on that list compared to the last few years. A lot of that is top prospect. Uh, Ricky Tiedemann 
and how he's been performing. The question is, will the Blue Jays trade Peterman right now? <laughs> My guess is he needs to stay on this team because he is such a possible contributor to where things could go and eventual future. Obviously, we know that Bassett and company aren't going to be here forever. They're on good contracts, but Tiedemann, you have locked up solid as long as you don't lock the boat or have some weird, crazy thing happen or whatever's going on in Manoa land. Um, so what else could they be doing? The trade rumors are starting to swirl a lot more in Major League Baseball over the last few weeks, and there might be some guys there around that might be able to do that. I really think that's where the Blue Jays are going to be able to strike and steal somebody that they need that will excuse me, help this team out and win now. So if that's the case, I really think that's the big splash that they make. There is one other possibility that they do, and this could bolster the pitching rotation or possibly both depending on upside and value and when the guy can actually make it to the major leagues. As the Blue Jays have been linked to Yariel Rodriguez, who you know, Cuban, like a very good player. <laughs> uh, he is approaching thirty. That would be the catch, but that is a you know the proper side of things for a guy that's about to peak in his prime. He'll be twenty-seven, which is on the younger side for all the guys that are available in the free agents market. So he played with the Japanese, uh, the Chinchu Dragons, I think last. Year. Last year, 76 in, or 54 innings, but unhittable <laughs> is the best way of saying it. Um, 1.15 ERA in that time frame, and his opposing batting average and whip were 0.914. So that's the guy that's not allowing guys to free passes in those innings. Those are guys that are not letting anything else. He's supposedly a starter. My guess is if the Blue Jays pay him, he would have he has a major league ready arm pop, so maybe he ends up in the bullpen, and then in the following season he ends up being a Toronto Blue Jay pitching rotation candidate. So it would be very, very, very interesting to see if he actually is coming from the Japanese Baseball League to Toronto or to any other major league baseball player for that point. But the Blue Jays have been heavily pursuing this young man, and hopefully they figure something out because I do think that he would be a one on the top, especially if we don't get somebody like Jordan Hicks back, like that we were mentioning a few moments ago. Um, he's been added recently <laughs> to the Major League Baseball top 20 or top 50 free agents list. And to that point, everybody else is starting to fall off. Of you have no more Lord of Three, you have no more Sonny Gray. Oscar Hernandez is still hanging around, ironically. Maybe that's still a chance for the Blue Jays, but I think the longer that that keeps going on, the less likely it's going to happen. It's been eerily quiet on the Oscar front. And it's, I pulled a baseball card to Oscars the other day. I was really hoping that was an omen. I haven't seen anything up to this point, so it is what it is. But um, there's just not a lot of guys left, unless you're going to all of a sudden throw a brick of money at some guys that I was there in the over-the-hill ballpark, possibly, or approaching it with J.D. Martinez. I would love to see Joey Votto back just as much as anybody else because that's the other left-handed bat that we could be having in this situation. Too. But um, it doesn't give you as much flexibility as some of these other guys on the bench that we were talking about a moment ago. Jordan Montgomery is still available. Um, who else? And obviously, we could be bringing in Matt Chapman, Stroman, Jorge Soler. A big 
monster fish that nobody seems to be talking about is the fact that Josh Hader is still a major league baseball free agent. But like I said, there is just enough stuff going on that I'm still thinking that they're not going to get that splash that they were hoping out of that market. And it's going to have to be a trade. Um, where do those trades go? We have no idea. There's a wonderful whole website that's dedicated to those trade rumors, MLB, MLBTradeRumors.com. So if you're looking for something, but that would be where things are going. And if you were doing one of the other things, it's like, okay, I don't see the Blue Jays going after Dylan Cease and trading the White Sox, the pile of you know, prospects they're looking to get in return. Um, everything else is kind of all around. I thought it was really funny that Frankie Montas actually signed with the Reds the other day. Um, <laughs> um, Lucas Giolito's off the board. That was a nice sign for the Reds. At least a rehab project on that whole thing. I still think uh, Giolito's still got some in the tank. But we'll see. Those are where the Blue Jays are currently. And Blue Jays fans, if you're listening, I see you plenty of and out and on TikTok, Twitter, all over the place here. Please talk to me if you have questions. Put them in the chats. We can uh, talk some other things out here because, like I said, by myself, I have something else fun to chit chat about. And um, we aren't quite to the B roll yet here where we're going to have the get that Blue Jays uh, contest going here in the near future to uh, see where we can go with that and have some fun. Um, I don't want to pull out the baseball cards. That's the Friday night thing here on the show. I got a box coming to go through Toronto Blue Jays baseball cards, or I got the whole box over here that, like I said, there's a bunch of my dad's old cards that I just happened to stumble across again. We found some really cool stuff here with Curry Pockets rookie card and um, I forget Bo Jackson. So then I ended up in that same pile of stuff because I finally got pulled a million things over from my parents' house, even though I'm almost 40. I just forgot all the stuff was in their basement. Check that out. And helped me find that the other day, and I'm like, I'm gonna find a place for that on my wall. Put it up with everything else in the man cave in the back room. But at that point, cool stuff. So, right, we got the just that Blue Jays tournament coming with Jay, uh, Jay's journal guys, walk off podcast. They got the Looney Hot Dog guys and some others that are going to be joining that contest as we come back forth here for a few weeks as we approach spring training. Obviously, there'll be plenty of news and whatnot too. But other than that. Have a food fun, have a few beers, enjoy some Toronto Blue Jays baseball eventually. <laughs> but we'll see where that goes and have fun. But Blue Jays fans, thank you very much for tuning in. If nobody's got anything else they want to talk about, I'm waiting. <laughs> All right. So seeing I have no new news or anything, like I said, on the Blue Jays front, I want to just make sure that you all are um, in the understanding that I'm more than happy to be here. We are the Toronto Blue Jays um, official podcast of fansign.com, part of njsjournal.com. Obviously, we're here on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, this thing, that thing, wherever you can get on your live streaming from. And don't forget, the podcast itself can be found wherever you get any of your podcasting pleasures from, whether it's Spotify, music, whatever it might be. We are there. We are here to talk. We are the R-Room Chat for Blue Jays fans. So make sure you chat with us. I was happy to talk with my, many of you during the uh, little preview I did on TikTok. So thank you very much for chit-chat. And we'll be talking soon. Until then, Blue Jays fans, you have a wonderful evening. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you soon. And I guess I'm going to do this by myself tonight. Woo! Let's go, Blue Jays. <laughs>
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.